Welcome to Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio, hosted by Josh Cantwell and Kyle Gariffo. Strategic Real Estate Coach is where the nation's leading real estate investors, brokers, and agents turn to transform the way the real estate business is being done in neighborhoods across the nation. If you desire to make more money, do more deals, grow your passive income, and build the lifestyle you've always wanted, you need Strategic Real Estate Coach. This powerhouse team is led by Josh Cantwell, a seasoned investor with nearly a decade of experience over 700 transactions and over 5.5 million in fundraising generated for himself and his partners. Now, sit back, listen, learn and accelerate your business with Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio. Hey, what's going on everybody? Josh Cantwell here, CEO at Strategic Real Estate Coach, Freeland Ventures and Yellow Jacket Properties. Welcome back to another episode of Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio. And uh, we want to talk today to my good friend, Mark Carmona. Mark is coming to us from the greater San Antonio market. He has been, oh, my phone popped on. Um, He has been a real estate investor for going on a year and a half. And uh, Mark comes to us from the nonprofit sector. He uh, left a very successful career there to jump into real estate full time. And we're going to talk to Mark today about what his life was like before real estate investing and some of the transition that he went through and into now where is he at today. So Mark, welcome to Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio. And as always, good to see you, my friend. How you doing today? I am awesome, Josh. It's been a great, great day, man. How are you doing? I am awesome. Tell us about your day. I understand we're getting ready for this uh, this session to record and you just got things popping all day today. So tell us what's you know, happening. Today has been, it's like you told us in the beginning, Josh, you're going to have days like these. And, and if you're ready, and you're prepared, you're going to have more days like these than you will have uh, other days. So got this morning, stopped by our property. Uh, we got a property launch on Sunday, making sure that everything was good. Uh, that was looking great. Uh, in the process, the neighbor next door came out. I think she's ready to sell us her property. That kind of came out of nowhere. So, you know, driving for dollars in the neighborhood. Uh, our acquisitions manager, when I got back to the office, that told us that we had a wholesaler with a deal on the hook ready to close. And so we're going to close uh, on Monday on that deal. So that'll be our 17th property, Josh, that we bring on board in the year and a half uh, that we've been with strategic real estate coaching. Obviously couldn't have done it without you, your system, my coach Kyle and all of that. Um, while I was on the phone doing that, uh, one of my staff came in and said, hey, we got a full contract offer on the Theo property. We're going to close in two weeks. Um, and then I got a great call from Glenn Lytle uh, right around the same time. And I'm putting uh, you know, pretty much all the money I have in a self-directed IRA uh, into Fund One with Freeland Ventures, Freeland Funding. and going to get back a double-digit return on my money that's just been sitting there in a self-directed IRA. So it's been... A Shrek Freeland Top Drawer Property Solutions Day that's just been kicking it, man. Let me tell you. Nice. Nice. So you got a property launch going on Sunday. You have a wholesaler that gave you a property that you're buying. You got a full price offer on a house. And you're deploying a bunch of capital into a passive real estate, our passive real estate fund. And so, man, you talk about just blathering it on, right? It's like the Sunday. Just add another scoop Another scoop, some extra cherries, 
some ready whip on top and more chocolate. It just keeps getting better and better. That banana splits get bigger and bigger, Josh. But you know what? The, the great thing about this, and you talked about this a lot in the training, is if you're ready and you have your systems in place, you have your team in place, when these kind of opportunities come your way, you're ready to execute. And it's just a matter of pulling the trigger. And that's why all those things happened, I think, in one day. It's not even 3 o'clock yet here in San Antonio. And, you know, for most people, this is a two- or three-week kind of thing to, to get these kind of results. But in our system, if you're ready and if you've gone through the training and, and you, you're, you're viewing it as a sprint, Josh, these are regular days. And you're ready for them, and you know exactly what you need to do because you've got the team in place to make it happen. So uh, for those folks that are out there, man, that are wondering, you know, that kind of stuff that I just told you, that must be a pipe dream. It's not a pipe dream. It, it literally happened today, this morning, and it's all because of the training and the support I'm getting from strategic real estate coach uh, and in my real estate investment business. Awesome, it's awesome, Mark. dude. I appreciate you saying that. Um, I, you have to tell everybody I did not pay you at nickel to say that today. No, I'm just, no way, dude. Yeah. You, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Nickel, no, man. man. Mark's been so. Mark, let's talk. Let's jump in right about where you're at. So explain to everybody. Okay. They just heard. Okay, you're, this is your 17th deal in basically about 17, 18 months, and these are all sort of of the big profit variety buying making the improvements, outsourcing the improvements, getting private capital, selling them for big profits. You know, 17, basically one big check or one big deal a month. But let's rewind and say, okay, you weren't always there. You were a, a CEO of a, of a, 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 a you said 2,000, a big, basically a city of people that you were taking care of in the nonprofit sector so tell us about that a little bit so people can get sort of some color and some foundation about where you're coming from and what you were doing. And then also talk about when you made the decision to transition out of that, kind of walk away from that long, successful career and get into real estate. Sure, Josh. So I uh, was in the nonprofit sector for right about 27 years. Uh, it was a full career for me. Uh, I'd always wanted to be in a, the helping profession and did that. And the final post or gig that I had before I moved out was a CEO of Haven for Hope. Haven for Hope is a national model. Uh, It's um, a model to help people that are experiencing homelessness. And so we had about 2,000 people on a 22-acre campus. So we had dorms where people slept. We housed them. Uh, We had like 40 partners that co-located with us on campus. It was a one-stop location for anybody that was experiencing homelessness to be able to get anything they needed from housing to food, uh, finding employment, uh, job training, medical services, dental services, everything that you would need to be able to transform your life. And so the end goal was people move out of homelessness into housing, into employment, and becoming a contributing member back in society. That was wow. our goal. And, you know, in, in the four years that I was CEO, we helped thousands of people exactly, you know, capture that dream and, and move on. And we found a lot of those folks, Josh, would come back and help because it had such a profound impact on their lives. And so um, I, was, I was in the midst of all that, you know, and it, as you can imagine, it's, a, it's an intense job. Uh, you're basically running a small city. I had a security staff. I had a full maintenance staff. You know, we were working with the city and the county and the state. There was, 
you know, all these types of different partners that we had, we were working with. And uh, we had had a luncheon, Josh, uh, you know, it's kind of the nonprofit director's dream, you know, all the major CEOs in the city, you know, all of the elected officials were there, city, state, you know, even some national congressmen were there. Um, you know, we made a lot of money at the luncheon and we were able to highlight uh, a lot of our members, as we called them, to be able to, you know, uh, provide their story to people. So it was a great, great luncheon. So I walked away from that, you know, and I realized that uh, we were exactly in the position that I told the board that we would, I would put us in, and we, in pretty short order. And I had accomplished everything that I wanted to and more, and not only in that job, but really in my career. And I come from an entrepreneurial family. My father was a grocerman and had his own business. We had three grocery stores. So growing up, I grew up in small business. I grew up uh, in a family of entrepreneurs. And I said, you know, I've always wanted to own my own business. I've always wanted to strike out on my own and see what I can, how I can do this or what I could do. And made the decision. It was late. It was kind of towards the end of 2015. Went home and told Liz, hey, look, this is what I'm thinking of doing. I'm thinking of leaving. And she goes, it's about time. I was wondering when you were going to do something. <laughs> Good for and, you. And uh, had her full support, which you absolutely need. You know, and you talk a lot about that, Josh, in our mastermind. It's, it's, she's a big part of my why. And, and without her full support, I would not be where I'm at today. Clearly, you know, without a doubt, you know, clearly would not be at this point without her and her support uh, in a lot of levels. And so I looked around, Josh, studied different industries, different sectors, uh, felt like I had, you know, some background and training. I have an MBA. Uh, you know, I had at least 15 years of senior management uh, experience, leading organizations, that kind of thing. So knowing how to build teams, I knew how to raise some money because we had to do that a lot in the nonprofit sector, um, you know, and build organizations. So I said, so what industry can I apply that to? When I found real estate, I found real estate to be the one industry in my research where um, it has so many avenues, so many different ways that you can you can make money and you can be successful. Uh, one one area may be having a down year, but you can be sure that three or four others are having up years. So your ability to be, build a strong team and a strong company and organization um, really have benefit in the real estate sector. And obviously, going through the, the initial summit that I went to in Vegas and the initial trainings that I've gone to since then only confirms that even more, that I'm in the right sector at the right time with the right people. So um, fantastic. decided to make the move. Uh, a lot of people were shocked. You know, a lot of people couldn't believe. They thought, you know, well, you know, you're supposed to be a lifer in doing this. And I'm like, no, you know, I accomplished what I wanted to. I, I left exactly on the terms I wanted to leave on, felt really good about the impact I had. It was time for something new. Uh, and I found it in real estate. That's great, Mark. So, so when you did, you had, you had some time to do some research, figure out what the next step was, but you didn't have any real estate experience at that time. I did right? not, Josh. And, and I'll tell you in my research, when I decided on real estate, uh, there's a lot of people out there that say they know what they're doing. Um, and I, I told you this before, uh, but it was only until I got to your program that I found what I call uh, not only not only just, you know, kind of the how to do it, but there was data. It was some science. There was formulas to how to do this. There was a plan. There was a system. Nobody else really had that. 
And in my years of working in nonprofit and just in organizations, the most successful organizations are ones that have systems that you can replicate in your own business. And I found it through you. And that's why the decision to do this was fairly easy for me. Awesome. Yeah. It's all about the D's, right? Do it. it document it. Right. Delegate it. it. It's all about the D's um, and creating those standard operating procedures that somebody else can come in and, and do for you. And there's so many people that want to be successful in real estate, whether it's realtors, whether it's title companies. It's really about, like you said, you know, having that senior management kind of building a team because as a CEO of your company and your organization, um, you know, you don't need to do it all. You don't need to you, – what I focus on and what I teach everyone to focus on and what I've taught you, Mark, to focus on is – Focus on strategy, focus on vision, focus on getting the funding because that's the one thing that as a CEO and it's what you did in nonprofit was, you know, you have to be able to present and pitch your company and why somebody would invest in your business or invest in a deal. And really nobody can tell that story better than you can. Um, and, right. you know, most everything else in the business can be outsourced from finding deals to having an acquisitions manager to outsourcing the improvements, outsourcing property launches filling rental properties, property management, um, those kind of things. And so, you know, you've bought all in and I give you a lot of credit for kind of just following the system and then optimizing it and customizing it in your own way. So Mark, tell me when you left, when you left the nonprofit sector, uh, were you scared? Were you excited? Were, were you, you know, petrified? Were you like, what did I do? What, what was it like? Cause a lot of people have tried to jump into real estate and maybe they kind of left one foot in and one foot out. And when you leave one foot in, one foot out, you leave yourself an out when there's a tough day or something goes wrong. For me, I jumped in with two feet. Mark, you jumped in with two feet. There was no turning back. And so what was it like for you just in those first couple of months, knowing that you had left the nonprofit sector, knowing that you had left that income behind, that security behind, and you were just going to jump in and be an entrepreneur in real estate? Yeah, Josh, you know, there was there was some initial fear, like, you know, some mornings I wake up and crap, man, what did I do? But for me, I've always operated with fear. It, it, fears can be good, a good thing. You know, if properly applied, it can be that motivation that gets you up, that, that you know, they get you out into your car, driving for deals, looking at houses, you know, putting in contracts. Um, so, yeah, there was a little bit of that, you know, and wondering, wow, what did I do to my family? And this, is this the right thing to do? And being so thankful that my wife was there to support me, you know, uh, during this period of time, because, you know, those first months, you're trying to find that first deal and, and get the ball rolling. So there was a little bit of that, Josh, but um, you, you got to jump in both feet, I think. Uh, I think if you kind of ease into it, your results are going to be are, are going to be. Uh, kind of correlated to the amount of effort that you're putting in. And it's, it's very difficult to expect to have the kind of success that uh, folks in the mastermind are having that other, that, that I'm having right now that you obviously had that Kyle, my coaches had, you know, by just kind of sitting back and putting your toe in the water. I, I jumped in, but you know, Josh, with the training that I received, I never felt alone. Right. I never felt like, man, there's nobody I can turn to. There's nobody you know, that knows the answer to this. There's nobody that can help me strategize this. Uh, I always felt like I knew that I was just going to be successful because I was going to follow the system and the system had been successful. But were there going to be days that were, you know, you're kind of wondering what you're doing? Absolutely. There's still some of those days. 
But the more that I get into it, the more I document, the, you know, the more that we're adaptable and aligned and agile and as a company, as a team, you know, the better we get. We evaluate every after every house. You know, we're asking ourselves, how can we get better? And so um, those initial months, yeah, Josh, especially that first house, you know, when we finished it and then are we going to sell it? You know, and how fast is it going to sit on the market, days on market? Yeah, you know, there's some nights where you're like, crap, man, you know, when is this thing going to sell? And then it does. Right. And then you get your next house and it sells. And then you get your next house and then it sells. And each time you're getting better at it because you're, you're working it. You're getting smarter in how to do it. You're trying things. You make a lot of mistakes. I've made a lot of mistakes, Josh. And, you know, I've hired wrong people. You know, and I've gone down paths that were the wrong direction to go down. But I would have never gotten to this point if I hadn't tried those things. Now I know some things just don't work, you know, right. and I have to go in a different direction. So, yeah, there was some trepidation. I had, like I said, I had a lot of people in the industry that knew me. And they're like, what are you doing? You know, and and you're rehabbing houses. And, and Mark, I didn't even know you know how to do that. And I tell people, you don't want me swinging a hammer, yeah. man. I, I don't know how to do anything. Like, I don't know. I said, how to I know do how to raise money. <laughs> yeah, I know how to build teams. I know how to raise right. money and and build organizations. And that's what I'm focused on. And I'm bringing in people that can, you know, help do, get the rest of it done. But uh, that's that's kind of how my transition's been. And, uh, you know, and leading up to days like today, man. And yeah. I expect more and more of days like today. Absolutely. Days like today are fun, right? Houses selling, yeah, buying houses, getting capital deployed, earning passive income. That's where it's all at for sure. You know, it's interesting. I mentioned that, you know, jumping in with two feet. The word decide uh, comes from a Latin word that means to cut, right? To cut. And most people, I think when they think about decisions, like I want to be in real estate or I want to work for myself or uh, I want to quit my job or I want to quit smoking or I want to lose weight. Uh, most people, their idea of a decision is really not a decision. It's more of like something they want to do, something they feel like they think they might want to try. It's more of a preference than a decision. Yeah. In my world, and Mark, in your world, we make decisions. We make a decision. We say, this is what we're going to do, and we go for it. And we know what we want to accomplish. We know what we're fighting for every day. We know kind of the vision we have for our our better sort of future self, this new standard that we're trying to create for ourselves. We have a vision for what that looks like. And then we decide and we cut any chance of that past. So like a lot of people probably would have said, well, you know, I want to try flipping houses, but I don't want to give up my income from my job as a CEO of this nonprofit. So I'm going to do real estate part-time and I'm also going to keep, you know, this security blanket. So I give you a lot of credit for just deciding and saying, I'm done, I'm ready for something new, I'm jumping in full time. And that's honestly the reason why, I, I, definitely one of the big reasons for your success. I just talked to Joe Greaves today. He just quit his job, a big reason for his success. Chrissy Morrison, she quit her job as a teacher, big reason for her success. I quit my job. Chris Cedar quit his job. DK quit his job as, a, as an attorney. Darren quit his job in mm -hmm. software over and over and over again, the people that you see in our organization that are either, you know, me as a CEO or our coaches, our students, our Maverick Mastermind members, it's the people who just said, I'm all in. There are no other yeah. options. There's nothing else I'm going to do. I'm going to make this work. Those are the people that have made it work. You know, Steve Jobs said one time in one of his graduation speeches, he said, 
At Apple Computer, we hire people who believe they can change the world because it's the people who think they can change the world, people that are crazy enough to think that they can change the world, it's those people that actually do change the world. And that sits with me and resonates with me every day. And it's the people who get into real estate and say, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I don't need this other job. I don't need this other income. I don't need any of it. I might have some slow months. I might, you know, whatever. I might be on the border of bankruptcy. I don't even give a crap. I'm just going to make this work. Those are the people that are making it happen. So I'll give you a lot of credit for that. So Mark, what about today? What is what does the last couple of months feel like for you now? You've been in this for 16, 17, 18 months. You've basically bought and sold a house about one per month for the last 16, 17 months in a row. How do you feel today? Like, Tell me about your confidence level. Tell me about your mindset. What's on your mind? How do you feel about your decision? How do you feel about your future? I feel great, Josh. And I think you know the future is only all upside. Um, you know, the confidence level is is much, much higher. It, it's a 720 degree difference in change. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm much more confident in in walking into a house, being able to, you know, estimate, uh, you know, what a rehab is going to be. I'm much more confident in negotiating deals. Um, it's a different kind of way of raising money. And I had to adjust from. Uh, asking someone for funds for the common good to versus asking, not asking, but offering an investment opportunity to someone um, where they can make some money. And, 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 and I've made that transition. And one thing that I, uh, what I've found, Josh, in raising money, because I've raised probably well over $2 million now um, in personal funds with personal investors, uh, is they like the fact that this is all that I do. You know, that was, that's always one of their first questions, you know, well, what else are you doing? And when I say, this is what I do, you know, I'm looking at houses every day. I'm making, putting in contracts every single day. You know, we're looking at properties. I'm, I'm looking at rehabs. I'm stopping by sites. I'm talking to people in real estate. I'm talking to wholesalers. I'm talking to brokers. Investors like that because they want to know that you, you're doing your due diligence and you know what the hell you're doing. Right. And so it, it just increases their confidence level to where I've got investors now, Josh, that are re-upping two, three, one guy four times on on new deals and new properties. And uh, and now I'm, I'm expanding out my reach some more um, and setting up meetings and kind of doing my rounds and doing my top 100 and having to revisit that again because – we had, we had found some success, but you can't sit back. As you said yeah. before, you always got to be developing that and moving that. So there's, there's a level of confidence there. This is only the start for me, Josh. Yeah. You know, the next phase in, in my real estate business is going, to be, is going to be new construction. Um, I've already um, outlined some vacant lots that, um, that are in good spots in the city. Uh, I'm, I'm interviewing general contractors right now. I'm going to have kind of a separate crew of people that are going to work on new construction. So my goal is to bring in, you know, three to five lots, uh, get started on that new construction. You know, because, you know, a number of our rehabs, Josh, we've pretty much been down to the studs and sure. had to go all the way back up. So I've got sure. a pretty good idea of what it takes. But going through some, you know, going through some classes and training with the city right now on some of the requirements for new construction, what that looks like. 
you know, what are the insurances, the liabilities, and, you know, devil's in the details. So trying to understand all that before I launch into this. Um, but ready to jump into that. And that'll, that'll be the second leg of what I'm working on, including um, a potential deal that I'm working on right now on building some townhomes uh, in a certain part of the city. So uh, talking to a couple architects, looking at some designs right now. What it's really done, Josh, is it, it just fires up up your creativity. I mean, you start to look at things and you go, well, I could do that. I can do that easy. And you start to think about, well, how do I pull it together? You start writing things down. You start talking to people. You start laying out some goals. And then suddenly you're doing it. Right. And I fully expect those things are going to happen. And then the third leg of what I'm going to do is assisted living. I'm going to build some assisted living homes. And I'm studying under uh, this guy, Gene. I'm blanking on his last name, Josh, but he's out well, of Arizona. I think Scottsdale. He's been, uh, I know Kyle interviewed him on a podcast. And, yeah, I'm talking to him tomorrow. And, yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, studying that right now, that'll be the third leg of my real estate business. And I expect, you know, to start that in second quarter of 18. So uh, this has just really fired me up, man. And and uh, it's just the beginning. And, you know, I you, you said this early on, Josh, that in this business, you need to sprint. Not walk, not crawl, but sprint. And I've been sprinting. And and I think it's a big reason for the success because there's a real sense of urgency to what I'm doing. Uh, because my why, I want to spend a lot of time with my why. You know, yeah. I want a complete summer off, you know, like I know you do and DK does and others do to spend with family, you know, and, and that the business is going to run itself. And I'm on track to do that. Uh, so it's it's my why that's my big driver. And it's having a vision. It's working on that business, working on that vision, building up the business, finding the right people. I've had to make some shifts, Josh, you know, during the course of the year, some people that weren't working out. I had to move them on and bring on more A players, uh, which I'm hiring now and bringing on board. And it's it's showing because I need those folks to be running the business while I'm doing whatever I want to do. Yeah, that's fantastic. So. Couple, couple takeaways here, Mark, from our interview. I appreciate you spending some time with us today, and you've had an exciting day. This is a great way for us to kind of cap it off and kind of memorialize it in this uh, this interview. So it's, that's really exciting for me to be a part of of this fun day for you. But a couple things takeaways. So anybody who listens to this interview in the future, a couple things that I look at and things that Mark decided on that went well. Number one was he decided to leave himself no other option. That's number one. Number two is the sprint. I just talked to Joe Greaves, who Mark, you know well, and is is one of our newer uh, members in our Masters Elite Coaching Program. And, and Joe just quit his job, making a huge salary in uh, in commercial construction project management. Said, "I'm done. I'm out. I'm just going to sprint." We had that conversation just about an hour ago, and I told him, "I said, look, the, the sprint is not about how hard you can work. It's about how much you can learn." It's about how much you can learn in a short amount of time because you can't change when you learn it and you remember it. It's in your brain. You can apply it to so many other parts of your life in the future, so many other parts of your business. A lot of people are you know, uh, 25% in real estate and then 75% into their other job. And what you learned in 18 months would take somebody else seven or 10 years to learn because they're only yeah. doing it 20 or 25% of their life. And so you shorten that learning curve an enormous amount because you jumped in and you sprinted. And then the other thing about the sprint that's important 
is you can then determine what your threshold is for work. How much do you want to work? How many hours do you want to work? How much money does that mean? How many people do you need to bring into your business to support you and create some infrastructure underneath you so that you're not having to be in the business every day making every single decision? When you sprint and you realize, hey, this is the threshold I'm willing to operate at. My threshold marks different than yours, different than Darren's, different than DK's, different than Joe's, different than Wesley Harris's. We're all at a different threshold, but you don't really understand what's your threshold for work and accomplishment, achievement, uh, how much time do you want to invest, how much time you want to take off, unless you sprint. And you've done that, and now you know, hey, I want to take the summer off. I want to take a month off. I, I need these new staff members. And that's a big part of your success is because you did, jumped in with two feet. Um, and the last piece is what I love, Mark, takeaway is, is, is the future. You have an eye on the future, not just on what you're doing now, but for uh, you know building new homes, new construction. There's a tremendous amount of profit in that business. And then, of course, the assisted living stuff for passive income, uh, basically you know rental properties on steroids. And so that's exciting yeah. as well. So, Mark, as, as I leave you today, what, what, what advice would you give to our listeners, our members on their transition or – you know, things that you did well or things that you would do differently, um, you know, things that you would leave behind for other people to implement in their lives and their businesses. I guess the first thing I'd say, Josh, is um, embrace the fear. If, if you have some fear right now that you have about jumping into it, embrace it. Don't let it control you and use it to your advantage to be successful in your business. I'd say a second thing uh, that I... I had to learn again and again is trust your gut. If you think something's not right, usually you're going to be right. And there's been some times where my gut was telling me one thing. I decided to go in a different direction based on what somebody else was telling me. It was the wrong decision. And I knew after the fact that I should have trusted my gut all along because, you know, you have a sense of things and trust that because it's, it's especially when you're outsourcing you know, stuff out to people for, for rehabs or, or whatever, you know, even though I, you don't want me swinging a hammer, I know what looks right and what looks wrong. And I know if something is kind of out of whack and you've got to stay on top of those things and you've got to make sure that people know that you're looking constantly. And there's a lot of ways that you can do that. that uh, you know, we, in a smart way, we use, you know, software to where I can always check to see kind of where we are on budget and where we are on schedule. So it, it only takes me like 15 or 20 minutes to scan all of our projects at the start of the day. And if everything looks fine, Josh, then I'm off to, you know, raising money or doing what I'm going to do that day. If something looks really off, then I know where I'm going to spend my morning. Yeah. But at least I know those. Things. And so you got to trust your gut. And I think is the next thing. And then the last thing I'd say is have fun. I mean, I can't believe this is work. This doesn't feel like work, right. man. This feels like this. Isn't it? So, it's crazy blast. how fun it is. Yeah, it's it's a blast. And enjoy it. You know, enjoy the stuff that comes along with it. You know, and the people that you meet and the fun times that you have. And, you know, that, you know, I'm playing golf more and I'm doing business while I'm playing golf, but I'm having a blast. You know, I'm going to my kids, you know, soccer games and basketball games and watching him play and, and coaching. And so enjoy it. You know, you're working hard. Play hard. You know, and enjoy it and, and laugh uh, because, you know, where I was coming up from before, it could be really stressful because you have a lot of pressure on you now. Yeah. Do I have pressure? Sure, I do. You know, but it's stuff that I can control and it's things that I can deliver on and, and execute. And so 
those three things. I think if you do those three things, you'll be fine in your business. You'll, you'll have massive success, as Josh says many times, and you'll be so glad that you did it. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Hey, Mark, listen, thanks so much for joining us today, man. I really appreciate your time. What a fun day to kind of celebrate together. And, uh, was, man, just just awesome. So, listen, as, as, as you listen and, and wrap up this interview with me and Mark, um, you know, leave us, leave us a review on this page. Leave us a comment on this page. We'll definitely respond. If you have questions that we can relate to Mark, uh, we'll make sure that we respond to those questions right on this page. Appreciate it. Um, and, listen, as in every endeavor, there's going to be unknowns. What I love about what Mark told us today is embrace the fear. Because no matter what you're doing, whether you're a kid on a playground trying on the new swing, whether you're a teenager who's going on a new roller coaster, whether you're a new parent and you're having your first child, whether you're a seasoned parent and your kid's going off to college, whether you're a business owner and you're starting a new company or hiring a new person, there's fear in every single one of those scenarios. But it's the embracing of the fear, the plowing through the fear that turns around and on the other side of fear is empowerment, there's confidence, there's belief in yourself, there's self-esteem. Uh, and that's really my big takeaway from, from working with Mark today. So again, if you enjoyed the interview, leave us a comment, leave us a, a question. We'll be happy to take care of that. And uh, join us again for uh, another interview, another podcast when we share those in the future. Mark, thanks so much for your time Appreciate, uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you being here today on this fantastic day in your career. Thanks, Josh. Really enjoyed it. All right, guys. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. You were just listening to Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio, hosted by Josh Cantwell and Kyle Gariffo. Leave a comment on our iTunes channel and let us know what you want to learn next, who you would like us to interview, or if you just want to share some of your success stories in real estate. And maybe we'll talk about it on our next show. While you're there, give us a five-star rating and make sure you subscribe so you can be the first to hear new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Josh Cantwell and Strategic Real Estate Coach on Facebook and Twitter. Check out all our awesome free training videos at youtube.com forward slash SREC video. If you want to find out 55 simple and powerful ways to find killer real estate investments, go to 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast right now to download our free report and get a ton of free resources on finding properties and funding properties. And stay up to date on what's happening right now in the real estate industry. That's 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast. Podcast. Thanks for listening.